LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead review, episode 152 for Fear the Walking Dead 410. Close your eyes. Close them. Picture the ocean. It's so beautiful. I'm going to put you out to sea. I'm going to put some... Some cement around your ankles, tie it to them, and throw you out of the ocean. You're going to love the ocean, aren't you, Charlie? Welcome to the show. Uh, uh, this uh, second episode of the second half of Fear the Walking Dead Season 4. Um, I don't know what I was doing there, so <laughs> well, I'm doing radio voice. So, um, this is a bottle episode. Let's just go ahead and fucking admit it. It's a bottle episode through and through. And I be- it became very apparent when I loaded it up, and I'm like watching, I'm like... A couple minutes in, I'm like, oh, we're not going anywhere else outside this house, are we? This is it. And with that being said, I liked it. Uh, it really gave uh, Alicia a chance to shine. That she got to do some stuff for the first time this season. I think she's been she's been busy, but she hasn't had a chance to actually act and, and emote and do things. She's just been like badass revenge mode, and it's nice to see a little bit of a difference here. She's really good in this episode, and Charlie, I like Charlie. She's a good actress as well. She's uh. I don't know anything about her character, and they start to kind of give you a little bit of a backstory to her here, and uh, she's a little irritating as well, but she's a little kid, so what do you expect? Yeah, let's just get into it. Uh, Alicia arrives at a house during a storm, and she breaks in, and it's like a fucking haunted house, and she kind of walks around, and she kills zombies one at a time, and she's like a fucking badass now. She's like Eli in the book of Eli, just like, whoop, 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 and killing them all. She has like a, like the barrel of a gun, it looks like, that's sharpened, and she uses that to stick and kill him, and that's like her weapon of choice. But she kills him, and she throws him outside in the yard, and then uh, they're all laying there, all four of them, and then it cuts inside to like a picture of the family, and it's they're all they're all like laying in the grass in the same position, all smiling and alive and shit. And I'm like, ah, oh, there we go, that's pretty clever. And then she like gets all the family photos and throws them in a box and throws them outside in the yard. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, what the shit are you doing? And then it's just really it's just her securing the house after this. She's you know boarding up the door. She goes in the basement, it's flooded, and I was like, I'm kind of going into like, because uh, I'm, I'm starting to go through home loan processes and stuff in my real life here, and I'm like, oh, the basement's flooded, they're going to be fucked, they're going to have to replace them, oh wait, it's the apocalypse, you'll be fine, it doesn't matter, you you don't actually live there, don't even worry about it. Uh, it's a whole different world now, and, and even with something as simple as home repair, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, am I? Like, I, I, I'm like so invested in, in this sort of stuff right now, and it's, it's consuming my real life that I'm like, couldn't separate it from a TV show. And it does the opposite here in a moment. Once we get to the end of this episode, I'll mention what's going on in my real life. Also, it, the the show infiltrated my real life in the, in the reverse in the in the yin yang version of this. So I'll get into it later, though. But she hears some growling. She goes upstairs. She opens a door, and I expected to see a bunch of little kids or something, even though they weren't in the family photos. But that's just what I expected because you expect something horrible when you hear. It looks like a children's door, like a bedroom to a child's bedroom. Or can I speak right now? She opens it up. She realizes the, the zombie noise is coming from outside. She opens it up. It opens the curtains. And I, I immediately knew what it was for some reason because I saw them flying around in the last episode. But what it is is there's a zombie that got thrown from the hurricane and it's like stuck into a the tree branch. And it's just like, and it's like, kind. it can't quite reach the pad, like the little, the roof outside the window because there's like the the window and then there's a, the roof that slants down it's one of those ones you can walk out on the on the roof if you wanted to which i always fucking want so you can have like a little picnic out there really cool 
why can't life be like that? But the zombies are like, Arr! she's like, eh, I'll ignore it. Fuck it. Who cares? And then she hears someone inside and she starts to yell into the nothingness. She realizes it's Charlie hiding in a closet for some fucking reason of all the houses in this, this entire world. Charlie went into this closet. Um, Alicia, Charlie runs away. Alicia decides to fucking flee. I don't know why. Uh, she's, I guess she's scared of Charlie with, with understandably scared of her. She goes outside. She's trying to open this car door. Can't open it. Flings it open. And for some reason, she like falls down slowly on the ground and she knocks herself out. Uh, she must be like a fucking one of those fainting goats that when she hears a loud noise, just passes out. It didn't, didn't make any sense. But um, Alicia... Um, Gets taken inside. We realize Charlie saved her life. Brings her inside. She goes up to the same bedroom that, that Charlie was in before. And she's, she's like scolding her through the door. But she's saying like heinous shit to her. She's like dishing mad insults, you know. Just dropping dropping fire on the girl. <laughs> she's just like, you know, you kill my brother. And, you know, you're a sack of shit. It's fine, Charlie. You're a trash dumpster human. And you are subhuman, actually. I don't even think you're really human. I think you were born of, born of the jackal. I think you might actually be the devil is what I'm trying to say here, Charlie. So... How about you go and just jump out that window? You see that window in that room? Go ahead and just like take like four or five good good bounds, jumps, and big steps, and just like throw yourself through the window. Slide down. It'd be like a little slip and slide. The roof, it's all wet, the hurricane water. And just like slide into that zombie and see if he grabs you and bites you. If not, you'll fall down, maybe hit some other branches, maybe land on the wheelbarrow downstairs. I don't know. You land on something, pitchforks, fucking something. And you know what? Honestly, Charlie, just see what happens. You, you goddamn bitch. You goddamn Satan. You, you, you fucking subhuman trash waste. You suck. I hate you. I hope you die. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. And she walks away. And the, and Charlie's on the other side. They cut to her every once in a while, and she's just like, ah, "Why?" <laughs> it's like you realize she's just a little kid who didn't know what she was doing, but still did something horrible and killed our main character. <laughs> but really, she's she's just like, uh, "Hey." Hey, Alicia. <laughs> she just wants to like, I just want to be hugged. Hey. I just, just want you to love me. Well, and I guess they uh, eventually work it out because they start to board up the house. They board it up. They realize they're attracting a lot of fucking zombies. They go inside. And it's like the fucking Night of the Living Dead. And it's just like zombies outside the window like, Arr! and with the strongest windows in, in, the, in the fucking world because the zombies are pressed up against it and they cannot break through it. Um, even with the wind on their side, winds pushed against the window windows too. But whatever. Um, Alicia's like, kind of starting to come around. Like she's like, "All right, give me your give me your coat." And she's like, "No." And she's like, "Give me your give me your goddamn coat, Charlie. I will take your fucking coat off your cold dead body. I will kill you and then take your coat. Is this like a warm it up on the fire? Okay, okay. I just want to dry it. Okay. I will fucking kill you if you don't give me your fucking coat." And she's like, oh, "Okay." Gives her the coat and then she realizes there's a gun in it. And she's like points in her head. She's like, Charlie, were you going to kill me with this gun? Was that what you're going to do? You're going to fucking kill me? You're going to fucking kill me with this fucking gun? Okay. Yeah, you're going to fucking kill me. That's great, bitch. Okay. Am I supposed to believe that? No. <laughs> and then she leaves. I'm skipping over this. It doesn't matter. Charlie goes upstairs. Uh, Alicia follows her and she realizes Charlie's like walking out on the roof to the zombie and like sticking on her arm. She's like pulling a real Lydia moment, which happens in season nine of The Walking Dead and just trying to like kill herself via zombie. And I, I wish you but the point is, Alicia like pulls her back, and she's like, "This gun wasn't for me, was it?" And she kind of realizes, but also doesn't want to fully admit or exonerate her. So she's like, "This gun wasn't for me, was it, Charlie? I still don't forgive you." Like she doesn't say this out loud, but like, "I still don't forgive you." But also, go fuck yourself for killing my brother at the same time. You're a kid. 
maybe I should not be quite as harsh on you. Maybe you didn't exactly weigh your options there, weigh the decision that you were committing. But uh, there's a long dinner scene. I'm going to skip over this because they talk and talk and talk. Um, Charlie's upstairs after this doing something weird with the family photos. She's like taking him out of the frames and Alicia fucking scolds her. And then they go down, she goes back downstairs and she's making a fire next to the strongest windows ever. And then Charlie comes back down. She's like, why are you getting the family photos? That's fucking weird. And then she's like, oh, I know why. Because no one's gone till they're gone. But sometimes you're just gone. I'm like, what the fuck does any of this actually mean? You're saying nothing. Ugh. I don't know what they're talking about. Like, I do and I don't. Obviously, I get what they're saying. But it also doesn't make any sense. No one's gone till they're gone. Yeah. But sometimes you're just gone. Yeah. This isn't dialogue. I'm sorry. It's, it's not. Uh, the window finally breaks. And the zombies start to crawl in. But luckily, the storm helps them out. The storm's like, I got your back, bros. Don't worry. And it throws something in the zombies or sucks the zombies away or something. And it's like, whee, whee. <laughs> the zombies might as well be like, brains. It's the side of a building and splats. But the uh, they realize they're fucked and they have to get out of there They, they because the window's exposed now. They're all going to come rushing in soon, which would have happened anyway. They were getting way too comfortable there. And luckily, they didn't start the fire because really, I was looking into it. I didn't I didn't think about it during the episode but because I, I watch what's happening, not so much the backstory. But it has, really does have like a fallout, like that much thought into the background of these characters because I was looking into it and they're saying like the characters, the family that's there died because the fire pit, the fireplace was was uh, was jammed up and they started a fire and she pulls out like a bird. I don't know what the fuck she's doing with the bird. I thought she was going to light the bird on fire. But the uh, the family suffocated and that's how they all died. And I'm like, okay, good, cool. That's, I like that backstory. But it, you realize how glad... How how much how much they shouldn't have started a fire? So it's really good that this actually happened. So the storm really helped them out here. The zombies in the storm really helped them out and kept them alive. But um, they go downstairs to the basement because they're trying to find fucking anywhere to go. And I was like, why don't you go upstairs? That seems like a better spot. But luckily, they didn't follow my advice because I'm thinking higher ground is better for zombies escaping zombies. Because you go lower subterranean, you're fucked if they go down there. You're fucked, fucked. At least upstairs, you can clear out on the roof. Those zombies can't really follow you out there. If they do, they're going to fall off anyway. And then you have a chance to escape. But luckily, they didn't listen to me because we're going to go in the basement. Uh, the fucking like house collapses into him. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, the whole house collapsed? Okay. I guess the storm sucked it away or something. Um, they go, they're, they find a trunk to stand on. And they're above the water. And I'm like, I don't think you can drown down there because they're all scared about drowning. Charlie's freaking out about dying and drowning down there. But I'm like, the windows are right there. It's not flooded outside. The basement's flooding, but the windows are below their heads. So the window, the water, you know, break the window. Water goes out the window. You can never drown. It's just going to go out there. And, and I mean, it's going to suck. You're going to stand, stand on your tippy toes for a little bit, but the water's going to go out there. You'll be fine. But Charlie starts to freak the fuck out, begs Alicia to kill her. She's like, just kill me. I can't become a zombie. I remember when my parents became zombies. I didn't think it was real. I didn't think I can, didn't think it possibly could be real. I can't become like one of them. I can't do that. Alicia just pulls out the gun, holds it at her head, and, and she freaks out. And this is when you can see her really emote. She starts to cry. And like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, we Something breaks through the door, the basement door. They, they go over there. They open up the basement doors, those little two 
two doors that open out you always see in movies, and uh, they realize the zombie from up above fell off the thing and somehow broke open these doors. I don't, it didn't make any sense, but what somehow broke the doors open, I guess. I don't, did it fall with a Jimmy and like felt, and broke open the lock on the outside of the door? How the fuck did that happen? Doesn't matter. Happened. That's all. We just have to accept at this point. Tree zombie saves the day. They keep getting saved by zombies in this, in this episode, which is, which is a strange, strange mix. Um, the next day, uh, we see the storm's gone, and she's Alicia's burying the bodies. They're all she's all done, and I was like, that would be a muddy soup to dig through. And there's no water in sight. In the maybe it was a week later, even then there'd be fucking like massive amount of water, but there's none in sight. And I'm like, a fucking hurricane just swept through in like Texas. It's gonna be like clayish. It doesn't go away. It stays flooded for so goddamn long. But, you know, it's just, they're fine. She, she digged in, dug the ground and buried the bodies. And I'm like, they went so far out of their way because Alicia buries the bodies. And, and like, that was for both of us. It was for the family that comes back in case they, anybody does because these people matter. And she puts a bunch of photo, their photographs in a jar, sets the jar next to the graves. And I'm like, they went so far out of their way to have her throw the pictures outside in the rain to, to come back around to putting the pictures in a jar, being that delicate about their memory. They went so far out of their way, it didn't work for me. Because of how far they went out of their way to do it. They, I didn't need to see her throw them out in the yard. That didn't add anything to this as a, as a storyline, as a story, as, as, as a character moment. They, she didn't need to go that far. Like, they, she didn't need to do a fucking full 180 in the episode. It doesn't always have to be a 180. It could just be a, a little bit of a change. Like, fucking who cares about these people? That's all she had to say. These people are dead. It doesn't matter. That's all she had to say. She didn't have to literally throw their pictures out in the yard. That was too far for me. I don't I don't give this show much shit for the things they do because I mostly really, really enjoy this show. But that was like, eh, a bit far. A bit far for me. I didn't really see that falling in line with her character, but whatever. Um, they decide to... They, they start driving away. Uh, they, they decide to go find Morgan because Alicia's all bummed out because she left him in the storm. And uh, they decide to go there. They're driving. She ha- this is when she has her close her eyes. She has Charlie close her eyes and starts describing the beach to her because they mentioned the beach earlier. Who fucking cares? Um, and then she's like, I see my parents. I see them. Because she couldn't figure- picture her parents. That's why she wanted to save all the pictures of these people. And I thought they were literally, she's like, close your eyes. I'm going to take you to the beach. And I was like, oh, they're going to go to the beach. And I'm like, oh, not literally. Okay. She's going to like, just, you, smell, you smell the sand. You smell the salt water. You walk into the water. You don't want to leave. That sort of thing. And uh, and it felt like it was like a mafia hit where she's like getting her so invested. Like, I smell, like eyes closed. Like, I smell the water. I feel it. I go out there. It's cold to the touch. I can hear the distant sound of whales. The wind sweeps through seagulls overhead. I hear a crackhead on the beach asking for spare change. I see a dog running by taking a shit in the sand that nobody cleans up. Oh, I, the real beach. I hear a bunch of drummers in a circle knowing the fuck out of everybody. Oh, man, I'm on Venice Beach. It's great. It's so fantastic. A thousand hippies roll by. I can smell the smell uh, patchouli oil and marijuana. It's so delightful. And then I smell... And then Alicia shoots her in the fucking side of the head. And that's it for her. And that's it for Charlie. And I was like, oh, my God, that'd be amazing if they did that. <laughs> I'm rec- I'm rooting for carnage in this show as opposed to The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, I want my character beats. I want my character moments. I want to care about your characters. This show 
had made it abundantly clear from the beginning this is a spectacle show. It is a it's a chaos show with like nihilistic tones. They're clearly going for that this entire run. I want to see. I didn't mind when Alicia was a bad guy and like attacking him with a fucking grenade launcher. I was like, holy shit, this came out of nowhere. <laughs> like I was like, holy shit, she's a bad guy. Okay, here we go. So I was really hoping she would close her eyes and then she would just blow Charlie's fucking brains out. Like, you thought I forgave you for killing my fucking brother, bitch? Yeah, right. Kick you out of here. Maybe your body will find its way to the real beach, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, Charlie. And he kick her out and then John finds her later and he kills himself over it. I want fucking... I don't care. I don't want it to... I don't need it to be that dark, but if it is, I'm on fucking board. Do whatever you want to do, honestly. Keep your character... I want to see Alicia live. I like her like her a lot. But I don't care what Alicia does at that point. I want to see... Because it feels like she could go any which way she wants to at this point. She has shown like all these different aspects of of a range of emotions that all of it fits at this point. So go wherever you need to go. I'm, I'm on board. Anyway, um, she, uh, they arrive at the mansion. It's all ruined. They arrive at Morgan's truck. It's ruined. They find the school bus is tipped over. And then Charlie's like, we got to go find him. We got to go find him. And Alicia's like, Charlie, they're fucking dead. They're all goddamn dead. Everything is shitty. Nothing will ever not be shitty. Life is shit. You're shit. I'm shit. Everything's shit. And I'm like, this is so nihilistic. It is crazy. <laughs> like, you think, you think that they would, she would come out of this being like, well, we'll find him. We'll find him. Don't worry. And then, no, she, she doesn't do a 180. And I fucking appreciate that so much. The 180, 180 she had with the family photos didn't work for me. This isn't a 180. This is what I'm saying. It doesn't have to always be a 180. This is like, I realized something went wrong. I realized I help, I, I, I don't forgive you, but I'm not going to hold a grudge. I'm not going to try to kill you anymore. Beyond that, the world still fucking sucks. Fuck you. The Walking Dead would have been, world is amazing. Everything's great. I'm going to forgive Morgan, Morgan, Morgan world. But she's just like, she's the anti-Morgan, and I really fucking hope they have Alicia kill Morgan at some point. Hopefully this season, sooner than later. But it's amazing. I because she is just not on board with 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 positivity in this world. Because why would you be? Not that I agree with that, but it's interesting to see a character not be fucking 180 every time they have a slight realization, a slight moment of weakness or forgiveness or anything like that. They don't just go, no, life is worth living. She's like, no, it still fucking sucks. Deal with it, bitch. Love it. Um at this point, I'm like, oh, God, are we going to have to see each character set, each group of characters deal with the storm over the next few episodes? Because I don't want to watch that. I do not want to watch that. And I'll get into it if we do. One last note, and this is what I teased earlier, where I mentioned that the show infiltrated my brain because I got so invested into the storm and the episode that I was watching it, and I got a notification on my phone that says the White Sox game is delayed. And I go, no shit, it was a hurricane. Of course the game's delayed. Wait, wait, that was a TV show. What the fuck am I doing? And I like my brain broke. And I'm like, oh my, oh my God. They did that good of a job making me think there was a fucking storm. I don't know what the fuck, I, did I think it was real? I don't know. I really have zero idea. It was just like a split second reaction I had to that. And I was like, wait, wait, no, that's not, no. What? Am I, am I really that? Oh God. And I felt really ashamed. And I went into a deep depression from which I will never return from. <sighs> LIWstudios.com. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.